0: You're listening to Fox Given, the one with the orangutans.
1: Hello, oh, how sexy. Oh,
2: yeah. You're welcome,
1: <laughs> <laughs> guys. We are currently joined by Mike and Christina, who are like the dream team power couple. They're married and they work together, and they have a huge Instagram following both individually. They've also they're just about to launch this crazy new site as well, which is like Ooh. all happening. Um, guys, how are you doing? Dude, we are, are doing?
2: we're good. We are home like everyone else, and we're having a great time
3: yeah thank you for inviting us um at the moment during this coronavirus situation uh, <laughs> no we're having a great time we're working a lot so we are we're just very busy thankful mm. I, what's,
0: good, what's great is that we've been able to connect with you even though you are not based in the uk where are you chatting to us from today
2: we are in miami right now
0: hey
1: well i think we're very jealous <laughs> of the weather currently looking at a stormy, rainy. Uh, we've just had fun thundering and lightning. So oh, yeah. yeah,
2: it's like 25 degrees here. It's sunny, and <laughs> I mean, the are closed though, so we can't go. But you know, yeah, but yeah, guys.
1: Um, I mean, from your own words, please tell our curious fuckers a little bit about yourself.
3: Well, you already said my name, so um, <laughs> <clears throat> that's cool. Um, I'm, I'm a photographer. I've been I've been shooting. Women for around twelve years since I actually started doing photography, that was always a curiosity of mine. I always had the need to be surrounded by women so <laughs> I, always had the, I created the, I created this ecosystem where it was kind of like an excuse the work that i do i'm I'm not actually the biggest fan of photography, mm-hmm. but I love being surrounded by by women
1: I think we all feel that like we all love being surrounded by women yeah. <laughs> It is. women are nice smiling yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, I when often when I say this, that I have the need to be surrounded by women, old men like, oh, duh, everybody. But um, yeah, I always try to go back to my childhood that I was raised without a mom. So I had I put that excuse into the need. Uh, I, I really see women in a different way.
1: Mm-hmm, uh,
3: yeah, I also see them very sexually as, as a regular Animal that I am. Um, Thank you for the honesty. Yeah, no, dude, I'm very honest. That's that's the truth. Um, but I I definitely need women around me all the time. I'm the type of guy that I cannot be surrounded by alpha male. I don't have mm. alpha friends a lot. It's very if they're gonna have if if I'm gonna have like an alpha friend around, there has to be more girls than men. Uh, It's kind of like I I need their energy. I feel more comfortable uh, being surrounded by women than actual men. So Mm. naturally, we uh, created this ecosystem of uh, making women feel beautiful through my work. I learned how to do photography, how to create content. I love cinematography, so, you know, everything blended together. And we created this project, Orangutan, next to my amazing wife, uh, who is, of course, my, my main force
1: yeah you you empower women with your work like yes it's it's very beautiful it's very sexual but it's also like very goddess every woman that you Mm. shoot is like it's almost like put up on this pedestal of like almost like untouchable it's it's really beautiful stuff
2: thank you Mm. yeah that's actually the goal our we started this project about Six years Six ago, years ago yeah. And in the beginning, it was definitely to shoot and to uh, to do whatever we wanted. We, we, we were tired of shooting what people wanted us to shoot, and we wanted to shoot whatever we wanted to shoot. Mm. And the project grew really rapidly Organic. and organically, and we realized the effects of the shoot, what the shoot had on the girls. Mm-hmm. It was only about pleasing us and what we wanted to do, but the way uh, they felt after the shoot they felt empowered. They felt beautiful. They they we kept receiving these messages of, "I feel amazing after the shoot. I want to go back the way you made me feel. I feel confident. Uh, you know, I, I I achieved this after the shoot. I dumped my boyfriend or I quit my job <laughs> yeah. or whatever. It is that they were like kind of in the fence of doing that. We kind of yeah. that push confidence. Yeah. So yeah. Now the project is more towards that actually mm-hmm. to actually empower women and give them the the time they need to feel amazing
0: it's crazy how much like photography can like build people's confidence just seeing yourself like in that kind of like powerful position like in this sort of piece of art Mm -hmm. um it's it's yeah it's a really amazing feeling when you see a photo of yourself that you really like and like that you're really empowered by yeah okay let's get into the juicy part of the podcast
2: fuck number one the last fuck i don't know when was the last
3: one i guess we have a lot of sex we are very sexual people <laughs> you know when we started when we started dating um we used to call ourselves the uncomfortable couple we started dating and we went to the beach and there were kids around families mm-hmm. and we were all like on you know on top of each other like almost having sex inside of inside of the beach <gasps> yeah now we're old now we're old but we're still very uncomfortable
1: um, <laughs> so you people that like they're always getting off uh, and everyone's like come on guys get a room go." yeah that awesome. yeah.
2: Yeah. used to be us we're a little bit more a little bit more decent now. yeah yeah we're a little
3: more conservative <laughs> but when we're having sex now we are experimenting a lot more so me me specifically as a, as a man i've been trying to learn how to be you know i want to be like the best lover yeah so mm. that's like kind of one of my obsession i have an obsessive Okay. So it's all about being the best.
2: And no, I'm not mad about that.
1: No,
3: I don't think I'd be mad about that either.
1: No, like trying to be the best lover. That's that should be I think everybody's dream, everybody's yeah. goal. It's always yeah. learning, it's always constantly being like surprised and and interested in new things and, and how I can, you know, be the best but also like not yeah, I
2: mean, be exactly like keeping it interesting, especially when you live together, work together, mm-hmm. like go to the bathroom together like especially now that we're in quarantine we're together more than ever oh my god (laughs) yeah (laughs) trying to keep it interesting and fun it's it's a challenge but it's a fun Mm. challenge
3: yeah Yeah. we've been married for 10 years or around 10 years and amazing challenge to start having the sex but we're very conscious of it so Mm -hmm. uh whenever we're gonna have sex we we're like okay we should we're not we don't plan it but we're like okay we should have sex
2: tonight
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's It's like do you plan it or do you stay spontaneous I I, you know it's exactly the same in in our position at the beginning of isolation it was like oh wow we can have all this sex and then it's like oh actually no now you're suffocating me and smothering me and how do we find time to separate and like actually I want to go to bed earlier and masturbate and have my alone time but now Mm -hmm. I don't I'm not horny when you're horny there's a lot of weird up and down emotions going on um, Mm -hmm. especially when you live together
2: Yeah. And there's so, yeah. Like what you say, you're together so much. It doesn't give us time to miss each other. Yeah, You know, I want to miss you. I want to be able to want to be with you, but we're together all the time. So we have have found like, I mean, we already did it before because we're used to working together, but now it's more than finding moments where everyone is apart. Like he's in his office for part of the day and I'm outside, like doing my stuff. So Mm -hmm. that way, and we're not talking, we're like, okay, for like next two hours, Just don't text me. I'm not in the house. We are alone. And that gives us a little bit of things to talk about because after that, we get together, we can talk about whatever he's on the news or whatever I talk to someone, and that way we can kind of keep it interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: How do you manage, you know, you guys being so close together? Because you work together, you live together. So how how do you guys
2: keep that balance?
3: We we embrace our... We embrace the truth a lot.
2: Also, being very honest and understanding each other. Like, if I need my time, I need to be able to tell him, like, okay, I need to miss you, so just stay away for a couple of hours. And not being afraid that he's gonna feel uh, left out or hurt because I don't want to be with him. Like, being being comfortable with the truth on both sides—the person that Mm. says it and the person that receives it—both feeling
3: comfortable with the
2: fact. Yeah, when the
3: the other side, the other side also needs to accept it. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, we are both people that like to be alone a lot. Even though we, we are together, we have our yeah. set and,
0: That's um, so important, I think. Yeah. Fuck 2, the first fuck.
3: I don't remember our first time together. Me knew. Do you remember? Where? In the car? No, I said, I just... I think it was in a car. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> in Valladolid.
2: No, that was our first date. We didn't have sex on our first date. In
3: Venezuela, in Venezuela, <laughs> it is very common for us teenagers to I'm not a teenager anymore. And we were
2: first. not teenagers when we met. We were like 26 and 24. I'm
3: still a teenager, maybe. <laughs> um, so it is very common that you go to a hotel Oh yeah. Oh, right.
2: Well, yeah, because people live with their parents until they're married, so you uh, to yeah. Why don't we? Why don't we fucking have this in
1: the UK? Who? Why did no one tell us this? That's such a great idea. Yeah, I mean, you, you pay
2: by the hour, and you can all you can a minimum of three hours, and you it's like a motel. You go with your car, like and like the McDonald's. You go your with your car through the window. You pay your your room, and then you go to the room, and you close the garage so nobody sees your
3: car. Wow! You can can see like almost all cars drive itself because everybody's like hiding themselves like (laughs) underneath, underneath. And I'm gonna tell you,
2: I'm gonna tell you a a very weird uh, fact. If they see that you have more than two people in the car, they charge you extra
1: <laughs> hey. ha i mean why would you know I why don't, Just... i
2: don't know I, I know this because we used to use these little motels to shoot too so we would take like mm-hmm. the girls to shoot in the in these in these hotels and we would have to hide all like all of us would hide in the back like the makeup oh, i was doing the makeup we had an assistant it was mike and the model and we're all hiding the back so they wouldn't charge us <laughs> extra for being four or five people in the room that's yeah. so, that funny. so funny yeah. <laughs> I had a good first time. I have to say, I am i don't want to say lucky, but I did have a, I, I waited until I was 17, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was 17. And it was with my boyfriend, like someone that I loved. And yeah. we for three months before this. He was older than me. Say the
3: experience. I mean, talk about the, I you are talking about I'm
2: it. talking about oh, it. it. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> talk sorry, sorry. I love
1: that. Mike
3: chiming in the background.
2: Um, and we were, it, I mean, I remember the first time we couldn't, Finish or even start, it was painful Mm. and uncomfortable, Mm. and I I guess I was a little ashamed and everything. But I have a good memory of it. Like he made me feel amazing, and he didn't make me feel like he was older than me. Obviously, it wasn't his first time, so I knew he was kind of. I guess he was expecting something that I couldn't give him that day, and he didn't make me Mm. feel uncomfortable at all. I have a really good good memory of my. I want to say two first time because the first time we couldn't do anything, so. It was a two-part first time. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I think that's quite common, actually, to have like a kind of a time where you try and it doesn't work out, and then the next time it works. Because that's what happened to me as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's super normal. Like at that time, yeah. You're both you're both so like you know so nervous. Built, yeah, nervous. Like it's built up to like you must lose your virginity. And women mm. naturally we clench up, we close up, we're dry often or not. Men, you know, there might be like other issues there where they can't get hard or maybe you know, premature ejaculation. There is just so much can go wrong during your first yeah. time. But also, it's like it's natural and it's normal and it should be something that like when it happens you're like oh haha that's funny my body isn't like going along with what my brain wants (laughs) and just like have have, like a little laugh about it but like the virginity is such like a someone's like oh my god the virginity is everything especially when you're that age and you're that horny and everything is like must lose my virginity otherwise I'm a loser I'm like I'm not I'm not cool anymore
2: yeah I have to say Mm. one of the things that he did to make me feel really comfortable and I wish I could give this Uh, advice to someone but I don't know anyone in that age so I'm just gonna say here one of the things (laughs) make me feel comfortable he he got naked first first, so so I wouldn't feel that I was alone there he got Mm -hmm. naked and then he undressed me yeah that that,
0: yeah I can imagine that being really nice actually because it's really it's really it isn't it's
1: awkward getting naked in front of someone for the first time oh my god yeah especially when you're when you're young and you're female uh, well uh, male as well but you're constantly thinking about your body and like what you Mm. look like and comparing yourself and and especially in this day and age although i would i would have to say maybe consensually make sure that like you Mm -hmm. definitely want to have sex could you imagine like the just like (laughs) i'm naked i'm "I'm ready ready. yeah like i'm ready i'm done and the the, the other person's like what the fuck what the fuck are you doing well
2: yeah definitely obviously ask for it and make sure both both of you guys are on the same
0: page. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Mike, what
3: about you? Dude, you sh- I don't know. I had, I'm, a, I'm a weird guy. Um, I had like two, of course, two, two different experiences. Like the first time. The first time was when like I was like five years old and I was sexually abused. So mm. yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Thank but, you for sharing that. I That's don't remember. Too. I don't remember details. I don't remember what I want. I don't remember being traumatic either because I didn't know what it was. Mm. So, yeah, it was like a crazy thing. And then I had a gap because that happened from like I was like from five years old to like I was like eight. I was abused in, the, in that age. And, yeah. then, and then when I was a teenager, like the reg- I, was, I felt I was a regular, regular guy, of course. Now I know it, I'm a fucking weirdo.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. No, no, you can't blame that yeah, on a B. Like, I'm, dude, I'm we are big, freaks I'm for thankful, good
3: reason. I'm so thankful that everything that has happened to me has happened because I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I feel very experienced in a lot of things and the way I see life right now. I don't have anger anymore, so I'm so thankful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I was like, I don't know, like around 17, 16, two, I was trying so hard to have sex, and <laughs> I remember being like, like the girl was like, it hurts, and I was like like old men we all say the same thing like it's just just a tip please Don't you a tip. i'm dying i need to come with someone please because yeah at that age you touch yourself like you smile and you come so, yeah. Yeah, it, was um, that's the tip. it was like anger i was angry like fuck. i wanted to come inside like in the movies and yeah like fucking what movies yeah
1: like porn where it's all like magical and like she loses her virginity for the first time and it's like all goes perfectly there's no pain and she's loving it and it's like <laughs> nah, <that's>, nah, <laughs> that ain't real
3: man Dude. Um, nah. learning <laughs> right now how to have sex proper right now mm-hmm. so it's it's just crazy like us men we have the diff- we go through through our feelings uh i remember recently we went to jamaica to um we went to a Sutra class it was a Sutra class yeah. right and they talked about um, changed my life. They talked about us men. All all we want to do is come, right? Whenever mm-hmm. we we start to have sex, our mentality is to come, and that's yeah. because that's that's actually what happens. Like that's why sometimes we want to have sex. We I see a booty, I see Christina's booty, and then it's like okay, just want to mm-hmm. be inside and come, and that sometimes can trick us, and it's harder for us to come. But whenever mm. we start to actually appreciate it, have a little bit of foreplay, because for men, since we, we just want to be inside uh, foreplay, we, we, we try to skip foreplay. But it's all animal instinct. If you come yeah. you get in a conscious state and you actually try to enjoy the whole process, you go through the foreplay, as, as a lot of girls t- say they like, do it. men like it too we're just yeah we're just driven by this impulse so hard that we can't stop but if you start to enjoy it dude you have the best sex and it's all now it's all about like the same with for work it's all about the experience it's, it's, yeah. not about coming, it's about the experience
0: i feel like i don't know in, in my life like recently mm. i feel like the the more people i've um had experiences with the more i'm seeing people are more foreplay focused mm-hmm. and that's been recently i wonder whether that's to do with being in my late 20s now um instead of being younger
1: yeah or just like being more knowledgeable and and like we're getting better sex education there's more uh, yeah,
3: there's like material out, out there.
1: there to learn from um, mm. I, I think it's really interesting what you say about men because, as much as like, you know, we talk about, oh, women need to come too, I think it's now shifted in that, like, yes, we know women need to come too, but also we forget about men's pleasure mm-hmm. and that a man isn't just there to give us an orgasm and to come themselves. It's, you know, in sex, that it's all about the male ejaculate. That's all we learn about. It's like, mm. you know, that's what's going to happen during sex and you need to be careful of that because that's what's going to get you fucking pregnant. Um, yeah, and it's, yeah. it's not like you know it's asking like what a guy uh, like actually wants and enjoys and like what turns him on and do you like your body touched here do you like that you know do you like your balls played with do you like your nipples played with or even yeah. sex toys we still have this fucking weird taboo about like women it's really cool to have sex toys but if a man has a sex toy that's like oh weird like why do you have a sex toy it's so wrong it's so backwards it's so yeah. un- unequal and hopefully yeah. that's changing Uh, we need to ask more men like what turns them on like do you want me to lick your feet like do you want me to suck on your balls Uh, as much as you'd you'd want to be asked (laughs) yourself maybe maybe not my balls but
3: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah yeah true everybody has their standards and Mm -hmm. if you're honest about it you'll get a you know a good sex life for sure oh yeah yeah. be honest about it
1: yeah fuck three the best fuck
3: Whoa, so many, dude! <laughs> dude, we have. Do you know this? I have this realization, like when we have, when we're having sex, we have. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie, we have amazing sex, and <laughs> yeah, we have porn star friends, and we know people from the porn industry, dude. We have better porn than porn, one hundred percent. That's real. Than porn, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Better, better sex than sex. porn. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm actually having sex and tell to Christine, like Mia, they don't even do this. In porn <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I'm not gonna be specific I'm not gonna be specific because it's uh, it's delicate and I don't know the best sex I mean no it's hard to explain because we need releases what, Sorry, no.
0: what, what no. is like what is it about the sex together that makes it I, so amazing every single time
3: experience, i
2: think when you when you manage to involve all your your senses mm-hmm.
1: that yeah. you get
2: the best sex it's not only only about uh, feeling and touch it's also about the right lighting and the right smells and the and the experience and the day like you can have the you want to have the best sex but you had a shitty day like i think when when everything comes together like i don't know i can't remember the exact the exact uh specific best um, i
3: can show you i can show you
2: <laughs> but <laughs> it has to it, uh, it's like there's like a lot of things happening around us that makes it perfect the day the temperature the music it really helps uh mm. we have taken that day that is legal or not? You know, like all of those things <laughs> that could help, like create the sensation. I think it's gonna create like yeah.
3: Okay, yeah. The best I, experience. I think you have to you have to be an animal. Those, those having sex is such an emotional thing that you have to let go and you have to be a full animal. When we mm. think that we're human and we, we start thinking like oh she's she does she's not liking this, you you become conscious. Yeah, I'm going. You are a full dude when we're having sex we're animals uh, 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 uh. what the fuck who talks like that Nobody. Talks. that's an animal sound those are animal sounds we are emotional literally yeah.
1: ah! you want that you yeah. want to make like animalistic sounds you don't want to be like oh my god yeah that feels so good oh no animal sounds I'm like that no. no bullshit talking about
3: American sex I'm not going to be specific but I'm going to yes. do something about American, American sex American <clears throat> American sex but yeah you can call it porn <laughs> For 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 some reason porn influenced that that sex has to be narrated. And yeah. dude, mm-hmm. stop, shut the fuck up. I've seen <laughs> yeah. some stuff live on the screen that um, people are like, yeah, like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nipple nipple nipple. Oh yeah yeah, booty, booty, booty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Booty booty booty. Yeah 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 yeah. Boy, shut the fuck up. Just move, an animal. Don't narrate what's happening. You know, yeah. something I would recommend yeah. for American porn, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ca- sorry, I was going to say,
1: the, the hottest noises is when, like, you don't even know what's coming out of your mouth and you're just like, oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <that> literally. <laughs> you're like, shit, like, that is good sex. That's getting mm-hmm. good. I guess it's, it's
0: kind of like a mixture, though, because also having good sex is about communicating and, like, being able to say what you want in that moment. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people's good sex does incorporate like role play and stuff Mm -hmm, I've always found it pretty hard to communicate during sex and I think I'm more on your wavelength of just like wanting to fuck and be dirty and like be animalistic but I was sort of tested recently with like a partner a couple of months ago that like really wanted me to like say what I wanted like during the whole experience Mm, and it was it was really hard and it took me out of my pleasure and quite, quite a lot of the time because I was thinking, oh shit! Like, am I get like, am I going to sound really stupid saying this? And like, I really got in my head about it, and like, so. Uh- I guess it was good in a way to, like, push the boundary and really, like, communicate what I wanted during sex. Mm. But at the same time, it was very difficult. And it did take away from it in a lot of ways as well.
2: Well, that's something you practice, I guess. I mean, yeah. the first time you do anything, it's going to be awkward and uncomfortable. But if you're yeah. going with that partner and that's something he likes or she... I don't know if it's a hit yeah. That's something you're going to slowly get more comfortable with and you're going to mm. be able to, I mean... Do it without feeling uncomfortable. Yeah,
0: because yeah. you change with partners as well. Yeah. I guess
1: like it depends yeah. who who and what they like as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a
2: talker.
1: Like I, I talk all the way through sex, and it can be annoying for some people. But that's why I think I landed Thomas, and he stuck with me because he didn't mind it. When other people were like, <laughs> "Shut up, I mean, <Please> shut up." Fuck <laughs> number four.
0: The worst fuck.
2: We've had a few worse times. I think every every time you push it and you force it, sometimes mm-hmm. we we've been mm-hmm. like super busy and we haven't had sex for like a week or even more. I mean, we've been together for ten years, so we don't have sex all the time, every time. Like so we have periods of time where we have sex a lot, and then we have periods of time where we have less sex. So it depends on where we are. And mm-hmm. sometimes you've been we we've been not having sex for a long time. We're like, okay, we have to. We have to have sex. Let's do it tonight. Yeah. Let's over with. Let's restart. And it's shitty because it's like uh, homework. We always, re- yeah.
3: we always review it after sex. We're always like, that was good sex. No, right? Like, <laughs> you no, know, it wasn't the best. No, I know. Yeah. I know. I like, <laughs> We've had better, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, we always review it. We should have like a Yelp.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a review session, like after every single sex. I, actually, this is something that I was discussing with... Um, A friend last year that you should have a sex debrief. Yes, so important. After after you have sex, because like there's so many things, and sometimes you might not want to mention it in the moment, but you can mention it afterwards so that it doesn't happen again or or it happens more. Like you can say what like you really liked or maybe what you want to try next time. Like a debrief is so
3: important. That's extreme extreme communication. That's extreme Mm. communication, and I support it. Yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be like a full <laughs> sit there and you're like taking notes and conversation. Like, no, you know, it can literally just be a sentence like, "Oh fuck, like yeah, I think I came like you know with my G spot, but I didn't come clitorally or like oh, I was so close that time, but maybe like next time, you know it. It can just be like yeah. a simple sentence where like imp- having an open dialogue is so important to be able to learn and to grow like with your sex life because if you don't have that it becomes awkward and then you stop talking about it and then other things might become awkward and hard Mm -hmm. to talk about because you don't have that openness just from the very beginning like you can work Mm -hmm. your way into it if you haven't had that before Mm -hmm. and it it does depend on your partner some people don't like it some people feel uncomfortable and they freeze up and they don't want to talk about it but then yeah, you know, like it's trying to help help them and, and but it takes
2: like practice. show them it's it's OK. I, I, I don't really feel super 100 percent comfortable after sex talking about it. Like he's more mm-hmm. like he's like he's asking me things and I'm like, I don't know, but I, do. <laughs> I learned to to actually talk about it because it helps. It definitely helps because we want to yeah. make it better and more fun. So, yeah, in the beginning, maybe you don't feel really comfortable about it. But if you push a little bit your partner and you really ask and you. Come from a place of honesty and realness mm. and wanting to be better, I think you're going to encourage your partner to actually open mm. up and say what they think.
3: Yeah, not in yeah. sex. I think the principle, of that's why she's comfortable with us is because like most people, we don't like to be challenged. Mm-hmm. I'm addicted to challenge and I'm addicted to challenge <laughs> people. So yes. that's my reality. And I think that's been like the key to our relationship, forcing strong conversations. All mm. the time, so because it's it's very uh, important to me that we are very honest in all in all levels. So, yeah. you know, like if I, I didn't have a good, you know, if, if it wasn't good, t- tell me because I need to get better. How can I get better? Yeah. If I don't get the feedback in anything. Yeah. I do?
0: I think that's amazing. Like having that attitude as well, because a lot of people in relationships don't feel like they need to change anything. And like after sex, they're just like, Oh, okay. That was sex. Like they don't feel the need to be like, I want to learn more about you and your body so that I can give you that amazing pleasure. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Sex can be, especially for long-term relationships. Like even if you don't have sex that often, it can be great. You can, you both know that you have amazing sex, but sometimes you can fit into this, like, format of like always doing the same thing to Mm -hmm. each other because Mm -hmm. you know that's what pleasures each other Mm -hmm. and then that's when things can start getting a little bit tiresome and you want that spontaneity it's also like vocabulary like not being like we haven't been taught the words and the ways to talk about it so a lot of Mm -hmm. the time like like we are sitting there like okay this is how I felt but I don't even know how to verbalize it in a way that like is is comprehensible or you know that isn't going to upset you or or offend you Mm -hmm. or like I don't even know how to process it right now as yeah. there's, there's, that, that's why communicating and just it's almost like learning each other's vocabularies and, yeah. and figuring it out together is like the best thing you can do I think
0: as well like not being um not allowing yourself to get hurt about mm-hmm. things like that as well and that's definitely something that you have to learn and it's not easy at first to hear things that might be like negative about what you've done but it's a learning curve and like learning's always a positive thing and yeah. it's, it's also
2: super important to understand that it's normal that not every session is gonna be a good one. Yeah. And it's not always your partner's fault or responsibility to make you come. You have that responsibility yeah. too. So knowing that, hey, I, you did everything you could, but I'm, you know, I'm too nervous about this or that, or I couldn't get my my mind into it. It's also yeah. important to know that it's it's a two way street. Like both of you have to be into it to make it a, an amazing session.
1: I mm-hmm. feel like that yeah, needs a round of
0: applause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really good advice, to be honest. Fuck number five. The fuck that made me.
2: <laughs>
3: oh my god, that's so crazy. I'm not gonna talk about that.
1: You're <laughs> entitled <laughs>
3: to your privacy. Like, no, no, no. absolutely. I'm paying because I, I think. The reason why I'm so uh, into sex and so into erotic stuff is because I was abused when I was a child. Hmm. I think I, I grew up around sex so much that I see it so normal. That's why girls need get naked here with no problem because I'm not seeing them. I'm used to seeing naked women all the time. This is my reality. And yeah. it comes from my hurdles, from, my, from me suffering, well not suffering, but having uh, those eventualities when I was a kid. Because I don't like mm. to think myself as a victim, but I do think that I, I I grew up so sexually that, and I found an amazing partner. I super sexual too. You know, Christine is so fucking sexual. She doesn't like to say it or, uh, <laughs> dude, it's so crazy. She's the one that's helping me actually. She's the one that's helping me open my mind a lot, and I'm willing to to open my mm. mind. You know, so that yeah. that's why. We click so much because fifty-fifty. So are
0: you are you saying that meeting each other was the fuck that changed your life?
2: Yes. Yes. Wow my yeah. no. <laughs> percent one hundred percent. One hundred percent. One perfect thing that actually made everything change. It has more of a journey. It has been mm. more of a journey between the both of us. And I think it has it has to be uh, around the time when we started changing our our lifestyle and we started becoming more uh, healthy in like in our minds in our bodies and it definitely changed the way we have sex now. Mm -hmm. Mike, I, I, oh, you're kissing it so (laughs) much. I wanted to
1: thank you, Mike, for being so honest about like the, you know, the the abuse that you were talking about when you were younger. And it's, I think it happens quite a lot for a lot of people, not just women but men as well. I, I have a friend who had the exact same thing happen to him at the age of eight, and when we spoke about it, and we were like, oh no, that's actually abuse. He was like no it's not like why are you why are you tainting about like a a memory that for me was good and yes like maybe the law sees that as being bad Mm. and something that shouldn't have happened but I enjoyed it and I had a good time Um, and then it's also like you know he felt really shitty about the situation because You know, we we almost like changed his opinion on it. Where it's like, oh well, that shouldn't have happened to me. And and yes, there needs to be an awareness that that shouldn't have happened. There are laws down there for a reason, but it Mm -hmm. doesn't have to mean that. Like like what you said, you don't have to be a victim. You can have that as like, yeah, that was something that someone else fucked up on. But it doesn't have to change me and my pleasure and who I actually am. You know, if that hadn't have happened, maybe you still might be the sexual deviant that you are today. It might not have defined who you are, Mm -hmm. but it definitely was something that happened. It needs to be acknowledged. But thank you for
3: being honest about that because it's hard, hard to do. It's mm. not hard. For me, it's so easy. It's so easy. <laughs> yeah, because it's just my mentality. My mentality is not to drown. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see myself as a victim. I don't like to drown. I like to say this because it's very common. It happens a lot to a lot of people. And if mm-hmm. I don't say it, how can I help influence other people to yeah. come forward and see it as a it's such a taboo that parents don't talk to their kids, and that's why it's happening. Yeah. We don't make it a taboo. We start talking about the subject, and you can be more conscious, and it wouldn't happen uh, as that's much often, yeah. as often. Mm. You know, we be more conscious. We take care of kids. Uh, parents have such a hard time talking to kids about sex. I remember yeah. like, that was terrible about it. <laughs> I love my dad, he's my hero, but he was terrible at talking about uh, sex with me.
0: Most parents are sh- really shit at talking yeah. about sex yeah. with their kids. Yeah. They
1: haven't been taught how, to, how yeah. to say Like They've had even worse sex education. Yeah. And then it's like, gone down the line and and it doesn't shouldn't have to just be the parents like the parents do have a responsibility to teach their kids but also we've got school there as well and we've got our friends and we we should have that open communication but like parents really need to do their own research and be like okay if I don't feel comfortable talking about it, I don't know how to talk about it then learn how to do it yeah and and shouldn't be afraid of talking about sex to your children like if if that's the case something's fucked up there like you've got to be like yeah, sex happens. And and it's got to be age appropriate education, you know, when they're three or four, talking about bodies and consent. But then when they get older, Mm -hmm. talking about like the differences with age, and as that comes, and when it comes to like the legal age of sex, then start talking about sex. Or when they're older, talking about more advanced things like anal sex or nipple play, but it doesn't have to be all like, you know, this is when you learn about sex and it's penetration and pregnancy and STIs and that's that's all you can remember from sex ed and it's terrifying. I think what's nice about having platforms
0: like these and like people talking about sex on social media and podcasts and YouTube channels like that takes away the pressure from the parents having to have those awkward conversations because sometimes I think it is better to learn from other people that you don't feel awkward about chatting to or listening to because you don't like it is it's always going to be an awkward conversation with your parent but like it's good for them to just be able to acknowledge it and maybe point you in the right direction say oh well why don't you listen to this podcast or this youtube uh, channel
2: yeah they don't have to be the ones teaching you but at least they want giving you the tools so you can learn yeah yes. yeah
0: yes exactly exactly for fuck's sake so this week's sex question is i'm 16 single and i don't see any potential boyfriends coming my way I love your podcast and I'm fascinated by all, all of your content. I'm very sex curious and have been masturbating daily for years. I have a cheap bullet, bullet vibrator and a desire to explore pleasure even further. But I'm worried that having a collection of various sex toys is wrong and or weird at my age. My friends are nowhere near as sex positive as me and already thinking that having one toy is wild. I can't help but feel like a weirdo as no one ever talks positively about single girls, especially teenagers having a sex life.
3: Amazing. I
2: love it. Uh, one of the things that I've learned recently is that you don't want to fit in. You want to fit out. So that yeah. you're different from your friends is your strength. So yes. don't see it as a bad thing. You don't want to be like everyone else. There is the internet now, so you can look around, you can read, you can uh, like look for information. But being different is an amazing thing, and you yeah. can also be the one that teach responsibly your friends about all of these things that you are learning that they don't they don't know.
3: Yeah, so, yeah. I That's think so it's amazing that you are
2: different and weird. I am weird,
3: and also it's yeah, normal. It's also it's normal. She's getting into to to her natural needs in in the proper age. She's in the standard uh, society where. Her all her or hormonal balance are perfect. What she's doing, yeah, really normal, dude. She's sixteen. It's normal. Yeah. Mm.
1: I mean, I'm jealous I, I mean, she got a vibrator. Yeah, I, I, I didn't have Until eighteen, or like Same. When, when I was old enough to buy one online. I, like, yeah. I, yeah. Fuck me, that I would have be... never left my bedroom if I had a bullet.
0: At 16, Jeez. I was just using my hands like all the time. Like, I was so sexual at that age as well. Like, and at cramp. Cramp,
1: even before that,
2: mm-hmm. oh, oh, the crowd, you're
1: like, oh, and you're like oh, please, I just need to come one more time. And your arm is <laughs> killing me, and you're like, oh,
2: so yeah, yeah having a toy definitely helps. Yeah, and it, you know, it makes everything easier. And you're yeah. also exploring, and you're gonna be able to know your body better and being able to, you know, teach your partner what you mm-hmm. like, and having yeah. different toys is a great tool to explore your body. We actually just launched, uh, like a couple of months ago, we launched our sex toy line. It's called Orangutan Fruit oh. Oh, So
0: okay. we
2: are super sex toy positivity all out there. <laughs>
0: yeah amazing i think i think yeah just like fly your freak flag and it to be honest it's not even weird like we we are all in the same place like we've all had the same experience you are you just you are part of the curious fucker club and we're all sexual beings and it's cool to have sex toys yeah it
1: it really is but also for those other girls like who maybe don't like don't feel those feelings that aren't as horny that you know don't have sex toys or don't want to own sex toys like that's okay too because like we all go through different stages of libido and we all have different levels like some people's are really fucking high and some people's Mm. are just naturally low so like you do you and don't let other people persuade you otherwise or make you feel bad especially for like Mm -hmm. you just you for being yourself like you'll appreciate that when you're older and be like yeah i'm fucking horny all the time like so horny i might want to die like people will love that. (laughs) fucking hell this
0: week's sex story is myself and my partner are isolating in separate houses as it was quite early into our relationship and found that gaming together on the playstation was a great way to stay connected wait is this my i was like, gonna say is this my your life, life? Okay. <laughs> black mirror or what this this is where we started sex gaming what Oh, wow. my oh my god, I'm learning. My, what? You're joking. Okay, every time one of us would score a goal on Rocket League the uh, league, the other would send a nude, or every time he got a kill, I would turn my vibrator up more and more until I reached orgasm while he listened on the headset and tried to concentrate. Oh my it's god. It's been super fun, playful way to be sexy with each other without any pressure of being watched love the podcast and hope everyone wow. is staying safe Wow. that, that's that a is sexy so yeah. that's, like, that's,
2: that's so good poker i love that 2020
3: that's a version of sex that's what we <laughs> yeah, mean. yeah. Even sex just this one i love it
0: yeah, I mean I've been I've been gaming with a friend and we keep chatting about that uh, like Black Mirror episode uh-huh. where um the two friends ended up gaming together yeah, and like, like having having sex in uh-huh. this virtual reality so and good. just that's like thinking dream. how
1: amazing that would be right now, it right? It would be so good. But like, I mean that's like taking technology to the next level, you know, they have really yeah. taken a shitty situation of isolation where they're not together yeah. and, and basically figured out a solution that they can both enjoy so fucking props to you that sounds so fun that sounds so fun do do you guys like if you ever have time apart do you have any suggestions or do you
2: um we actually were long distance for a year when we started dating like a month later i moved to spain and he moved to uh, miami so we were like apart for a year so we we had our a a lot lot of of, a lot of internet sex yeah (laughs)
1: <laughs> especially
2: in the beginning of the relationship like this a story that you told it was it was very new to us so it was yeah. the only way for us to stay intimate after just starting dating yeah, especially yeah. back then. It was like dial-up, right? Like, you no, send a picture no, no, and it's like, we, dee, not dee, not dee. <laughs> I do remember
3: internet when it was slow and you freeze, like, in a position and it was, like, not sexy. Like, fuck, I'm not going to come to this <laughs> <situation."> <laughs>
1: like, You have to hold it. You have to hold it. You're, like, waiting wait for the right
0: moment oh to come. Like,
1: no, 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 wait, wait. <laughs> well,
0: that's uh... all we've got time for, unfortunately. It's time for us to fuck off. Oh, oh
1: you guys have been amazing and and so open with us, and thank you so much for sharing absolutely yeah. everything because it's it's important hearing from all different sides. And and you guys have been married for a long time, so like you've given us some real gems of good information to take. Really good advice. Really, well, good, good
3: advice. really advice. good. Thank you for inviting inviting us. Yeah, you're both beautiful, by the way. I love it. Oh, Thanks. Thank you. We'll come to Miami
2: <laughs> soon. We'll definitely (laughs) go to London soon, hopefully. Yeah, Yeah,
3: Yeah,
0: I hope we can all travel soon. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So please, guys, tell our curious fuckers
2: where they can find you. Uh, our socials for sure orangutan and christina pilo on instagram facebook youtube like all the socials
3: yeah and stay tuned for the new platform orangutan.com orangutan is o-h orangutan with a g at the end.com please go support that project because that's going to be everything orangutan big love yeah we,
1: we've, we've written, written an, cannot wait we've written an article for it yeah it's going to be really
2: cool for sure
1: Oh, amazing thank you so guys and thank stay you. safe and keep fucking and yeah um, send love yeah. to your dogs as well
0: thank yeah. <laughs> yeah. you guys
1: thank you so much you. everyone Bye. please remember to give us a
0: rating oh, review yeah. and subscribe to our podcast and share it that's the best thing you can
1: do spread it around like Corona I was like ready to go I was like yeah we don't need to talk anymore they've had enough of us okay. yeah please uh rate <laughs> subscribe send this Uh basically what Florence said uh check out our YouTube channel and follow Follow us on Instagram, and we will see you next week for another episode of Fux Given, baby. Bye. 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 <laughs> Looking for a new podcast to listen to? Here's what we love, courtesy of Acast Recommends.
0: Hi, I'm Zivi Owens, and along with Tracy Cox, who is an international sex expert and author of 17 books, I co-host the podcast Sex Talk with Zivi and Tracy, and it's S-E-X-T-O-K. And the reason we have it as Sex Talk is because we happen to be viral TikTok (laughs) stars at the moment with some of our videos getting over 1.1 million views. So listen to us. I am totally shy and squeamish. She is super open, British, and hilarious. Listen to us each week as Tracy answers three anonymously sourced questions about all the things you talk to your girlfriends about. Listen on ACAST or wherever you get your podcast, Sex Talk with Zibi and Tracy. ACast,
1: A-Cast. 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 A-Cast recommends.